0: The lawnmower 4.0 gives you the ability to turn the 4000K LED spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shave. The new trimmer even allows you to customize your trim all through additional guards lengths sizes 1 through 4. And looks wise, it's sleek with a two-tone matte and gloss finish, even features a hot foil stamp, black chrome Manscaped logo. Show your Mower off Hey, what's going on, Who That Nation? It is yours truly, TJ Jones, the host of the State of the Saints podcast. Thank you so much for checking out the State of the Saints podcast where we talk New Orleans Saints. And on this edition, we're going to be talking about Saints Minicamp. That's right. The Saints kicked off their first minicamp of the 2021 football season. And I know members of the Who That Nation, as well as the members of the New Orleans Saints press are excited about that uh, there's so many storylines going into training camp that, that involve uh, rookies uh, contract extensions quarterback competitions who's going to be there who's going to make the team who's not going to make the team so much to talk about but we already know what we got to start we got to start with the most important position in the nfl and that's the quarterback position and as we all know that the saints have a competition going for the first time in 15 years saints quarterback all-time great quarterback drew Brees, has decided to retire um, good luck to him he's uh, moved on to nbc he's going to be doing color commentary for notre dame and also going to be in the studio and football night in america on sunday nights looking forward to that but still the show must go on and you have two quarterbacks um Taysom hill who's been with the new orleans saints for five se- going into his fifth season and you also have Jameis Winston going into his second season with the New Orleans Saints, the first pick overall. And of course, both of these guys talk to the media. And of course, the media asked them questions about the competition as a whole. Uh, first, I'm going to play a clip that involved Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill was talking about some of the things that he did differently, uh, you know, versus what he did in the past, getting prepared for this quarterback competition. For the emphasis this year is, is I've really been able to tailor all my workouts and everything to just to just being a quarterback where, you know, I've, I've structured things differently, you know, just, just uh, knowing and feeling like I won't have to to take on um, as much as I did last year. So that's been the emphasis, but, you know, the mindset of getting better every day and improving on, on what you've done in the past that, that hasn't changed. Yeah. So Taysom Hill still has his eyes on the prize. He's still focused on uh, what he needs to focus on. But of course he took uh, this offseason to really focus on being a quarterback. And of course, uh, speaking of keeping your eyes on the prize, Jameis Winston also talked a little bit about the quarterback competition and some of the things that he wants to bring to the table. It's all about uh, being able to to be humble and and keep your eyes uh, on the prize. Like I'm, 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 staying onward like I'm moving forward in everything that I do uh, I have to get better every single year whether it's a great year or uh, not so so good year uh my my 7 years about to be 7 years in this league uh, has been a blessing uh because I worked my whole life to to have the opportunity to be a starting quarterback uh, in this league uh one one year uh not playing has just made me even hungrier uh to to get back uh, at the at the realm and and lead a team yeah, so both guys are really saying all the right things, and both of these guys are really uh, focused on this competition. Both of them are trying to rise to the occasion. And, you know, I, that's why I said, you know, at the beginning, we have to be very, very careful about this whole, you know, competition. I know there was a lot of transparency on a, on a behalf of Jameis Winston. You've seen video of him working out with players, uh, this, you know, that and the third, and you had Taysom. People were wondering where he was but Taysom, you know, if you check the uh, entire interview out, he talked a little bit about him working out uh, with some of those other players. And I understand how the world is, right? It's about transparency. If we don't see it with our own two eyes as if it didn't happen. But both of these guys are really working hard. Both of these guys want to go into training camp prepared and ready to rock and roll. And me as a Saints fan, I, I, I wish that both of these guys will excel. And I, I want them to excel because – I want them both to be able to push one another, uh, regardless to who becomes the starting quarterback of the New Orleans Saints. And some people are on the fence of Chase mill others are on the fence of Jameis Winston. But nevertheless, I think we all can agree that we both want these these guys to be successful. And whoever the starting quarterback is, we want them to be able to lead this team to be able to help this team reach the common goal, which is the Super Bowl. So. Those two guys are ready. Um, There's not too much going on when it comes to on the field type activities. A lot of the things that they're doing uh, involve weightlifting and also some classroom stuff, which is very, very important. You got to be able to identify what you can actually see on the field. And not only that, you have to be a student of the game as well. So Sean Payton, unlike some of these other coaches out here, not really taking a field just yet, wanting these guys to get a little bit more focused mentally. Uh, this is a great opportunity for some of those guys that didn't have the opportunity to take advantage of some of the off-season activities last year. Guys like Cesar Ruiz, uh guys like Adam Troutman, you know, guys like Zach Bond gives them opportunity to actually be uh, you know, in, in the locker room, uh in the facility at the facility uh during these particular times, unlike they did last year. And also you have the rookies that are here that get opportunity. To uh, you know, mix it up uh, with some of those seasoned veterans, and also get to be able to create a, a level of camaraderie. So I'm really excited about that. I mean, it's just mini camp. I mean, it's probably like just a week, and of course, you know, that's probably just going to be all they do until it's time to kick things up and get ready for training camp. But I would love to hear from you. I don't know if some of you probably seen the entire interviews between both quarterbacks, but I encourage you to go to neworleansaints.com or to the New Orleans Saints YouTube channel. Or it, it also uh, the interviews are available on the uh, State of Saints podcast Facebook page as well if you want to check that out. But I encourage you all to check it out. Both of these guys are really focused, dialed in, ready to uh, take on the challenge to being the successor or possible successor to Drew Brees. But we're gonna go ahead and get started. I'm gonna start with Kim. Kim says I was just excited to fry some type <laughs> to find some type of Saints news. Uh, I, I I agree, Kim. I mean I think a lot of people are excited. You know, I mean, all this speculation and what if the Saints sign him or are the Saints gonna sign him? Is the Saints cut that, you know, it, it's very little news in the offseason. And when you start to like get around June, July, that's when news starts to pick up. The you know, things start to get a little bit exciting. There are more things to talk about, you know. I think a lot of Saints podcasters like myself and, and other podcasters in the off season, it really shows the creativity that we have because. Man, there's not really much to talk about. I mean, you know, you can do a couple top tens. uh, You can talk about, you know, answer a few questions. But in between like this offseason, it is very hard to find some news. And but, you know, I just enjoy, you know, creating this type of content. But it's good to be able to talk about some of the things that are actually going on and we can kind of dissect and, uh, you know, try to get to the bottom of. So I'm really excited about it. Damien says that intro came on at the right time while I was in the gym. Getting me hyped all the time. <laughs> yeah, Damien, um, I, I love the intro. Um, definitely uh, gets me excited, gets me hyped up, ready, and dialed in to be able to give you all uh some Saints content uh from you know my perspective. So thank you so much, Damien, for, for being a part of the State of Saints podcast and uh and chilling with us while you're getting your workout on. Uh when training camp starts at the end of July, football is ready to back almost here Chris that's true you know that, that's when things start to really kick up like I just said um uh, yeah that's when we really start to get excited and you really start to see guys separate themselves from the pack so excited about that Justin says who that TJ I'm in the house what's going on Justin uh our favorite truck job out there you know <laughs> the shots out to all the truck drivers out there man and uh, that's on the road right now traveling uh, y'all be safe out there Anna giving a shout out to Kimo. chemo. Jerry says Heard, We signed the entire draft class thanks to create money space by Marshawn Lattimore. Yeah, that's true. Um, Marshawn Lattimore, you know, he kind of restructured his deal um, in order to free up some money where they can sign all of the draft picks. Uh, first off, I want to give a special shout out to Kai Harley, who's over the finance, uh, you know, of the new Orleans saints. He does an outstanding job year in year out Uh I mean, basically just, you know, making everything work out. And, uh, you know, he has really put this team in a position for them to make a run without them really causing them any type of casualties when it comes to being able to be formidable on the field. Uh, There are some guys that had to leave, unfortunately, you know, some of the veterans that we had. But it wasn't to a point where the Saints actually lost their core players. And, you know, by... Marshawn Lattimore restructuring his deal tells me everything I need to know that the Saints are going to sign him to an extension. And that just means that his representation, along with the Saints organization, are working something out. Because, first off, I I couldn't see somebody like Marshawn Lattimore showing up if if they weren't going to try to work some things out. So that's that's a good that's a good thing on the home front. Hopefully they can get something done without, you know, things getting ugly, guys sitting out waiting at home during training camp. Hopefully they'll be able to get some things done, but that shows one thing that Marshawn Lattimore is a team player and also his representation and the Saints are pretty close when it comes to making a deal. I mean, that's, that's, that's what I see. RJ Mason says, who that Saints nation, black and gold. I bleed RJ appreciate you for being here. Thank you so much. Empty minded gaming. Thank you very much for being a supporter says, are we really signing Richard Sherman? Uh, I, I'm going to have to say no as of right now. Uh, I haven't seen him uh, on the books. Um, I don't see anything about him possibly being signed or even coming to the facility. So, with that being said, uh, I'm gonna have to say no. He is not going to get signed. Here to support the state of the the game tonight. Uh, this station needs some love too. Well, I appreciate that. You know, state of the game podcast that's available too. Um, usually, I just go ahead and get that, make that live as well when I'm going live on the state of the Saints because. mean i talk about other subjects too outside of the new orleans saints as well so if you want to you can check out the state of the game podcast subscribe to that channel as well richard sherman not coming here i mean i have to i have to agree with that you know assessment he hasn't been here yet is that a report um no it's not a report but i mean i haven't heard anything yet i mean but look it's not training camp yet things aren't happening you know just yet i mean we we know that Drake uh, Drake Kirkpatrick was here. Haven't heard anything about that. So maybe that was just them trying to kick the tire, trying to see what type of money he wanted to get and, you know, see if they can actually, you know, be a good fit for him. But I haven't heard anything. So I haven't heard them sign anybody yet. So as long as, as long as nobody's there and they're still looking at cornerbacks, there's still a chance that Richard Sherman can end up here. James Winston. Thank you very much for the $5 says. I know you watching TJ. I'll try to score a couple practice touchdowns for you. By the way, could you bring I be ripping them on your show? That's a real mofo. <laughs> Jameis, thank you very much for the five dollars. Uh I be ripping them is on here all the time, you know. So he's a he's a key part of the show. <laughs> he he shows up all the time. So thank you, Jameis, for the five dollars. I appreciate that. Uh, Tim says more likes. Yeah, I would appreciate you all giving me uh, likes. If you enjoy the, the content, you know, go ahead and get your boy a golden thumbs up. You know what I'm saying? Let, let, let everybody know that you enjoy the state of the Saints podcast by giving everybody. That's right. A golden thumbs up. Right? <laughs> all right. uh, Saints Kingdom, California chapter. Well, thank you, Robert, for being here. I really do appreciate it, man. And shouts out to all my people that are Saints fans on the West Coast, holding it down for the who that nation. Nicole said Drew was at camp today helping both. Well, that's good to hear. And I've heard uh, Drew Brees when he's in in, in the city, he'll pop his head in, you know, and, and, you know, talk to the guys and see the guys. So I'm pretty sure like, you know, periodically Drew will probably fall up in that thing. Uh, Like button, please. Um, Quinn says call-ins. Yeah, I'll probably take a few calls a little bit later, you know. Uh, let's see rick ricky says what up tj who that uh eugene says as an old former print media guy i know all about the dog days of this uh, football all season my brother you've done a great job of content creation well i appreciate that eugene you know i mean it's it's not as hard as, as you know it seems you know maybe like for some people it might be a little bit harder but not for me, you know, I can always kind of find different news stories and stuff like that. And also just individuals, man. I mean, look, it, it was, uh, you know, a good little period of individuals coming on the show for interviews. So that that helped out tremendously. Being able to see other people's perspective, um, you know, about the team. So that was a good thing. It's true. Craig Robinson not on the team no more. Yeah, he's not on the team. N- not right now. Uh, Craig ain't coming back. I wouldn't say never, never say never. I mean, you know the Saints, if somebody get hurt, they love to bring guys in that's that's, that's, uh, relatable, you know, and and understand the defense and guys they recognize. So that's, you know, never say never. I mean, I'm pretty sure when Ken Crawley left, nobody thought that he was going to come back. Patrick Robinson left, I'm pretty sure nobody thought Patrick Robinson was going to come back. Malcolm Jenkins. So the Saints have a tendency of signing guys that bear with the tape, they know the teammates. They they seem to like want to sign those guys back. Jason says thoughts on Dre. Uh I kind of went in depth with that on the last uh video, uh Jason, uh, you know, about Drake Kirkpatrick. Uh, if you wanna like check out, you know, my thoughts about Drake Kirkpatrick in his entirety, I encourage you to check out the last episode I did, but I think that he'll be a good fit for the Saints. You know, you're not gonna knock your socks off with you know top tier like Elite type cornerback play, but he's a solid cornerback. Uh, let's hit the uh, that like family. We appreciate you all, and God bless you all. Uh, that's from my mom right there. Shouts out to my mom checking us out. Uh, what up, TJ? Do you see our offense doing the uh, the most of ground and pound or more play action and stretch the field? Uh, I think you're probably gonna see a little bit of both. I think you need a little bit of both because you have young quarterbacks that are inexperienced in the Saints' offense. Not inexperienced when it comes to playing football in the NFL, but just inexperienced in playing in a new system. So I think you are going to see some games where the Saints try to run the football quite a bit. But there's also going to be some splash plays and plays down the field because you actually have that dynamic now. You have the dynamic to throw the ball down the field. So I think you're going to see a little bit of both. And a running game is going to help out both quarterbacks because it's not putting so much pressure on those quarterbacks to succeed to go out there and try to lead the team, carry the team. So if uh, Sean Payton is smart, and I know that he is, he's going to utilize the running game a little bit more than uh, probably years past when he knew for a fact, okay, I can count on Drew. Uh, Right now, you know, I mean, you want, you believe in these guys, but I don't think you believe in them to a point you believed in Drew. And these guys haven't built up enough confidence over the course of time for him to just say, okay, uh, you know, uh, I want these guys to carry the team on, on their back. Derek says, I think the season this season, Kamara can be the fourth running back to a thousand rushing and receiving yards. Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah. I think that he can, if he stays healthy Um, that, I think that that's definitely a possibility. Uh, you know, the saints are going to lean on him heavily, you know, in in and tough situations, you know, he's a guy that can carry the load. He's, he's proven that he's a guy who's proven that he can run in between the tackles. He's a guy that proved that he can catch the ball and, you know, and also uh, on third down, he was good at pass protection. Uh, The one thing about it, and uh, Jameis alluded to this in his press conference. And once again, I encourage everybody to check out the press conference uh, is, is the fact that he hasn't had opportunities really to, you know, uh, develop a screen game as a quarterback. Uh, He says that he has some extremely talented running backs, um, you know, in, in years past, but, not to the, the effects in, uh, of, of alvin kamara you know being as dynamic day as he is so if uh james is going to be a quarterback he's going to have to work on his timing when it comes to like screen passing and also getting that ball out to alvin kamara which uh you know i think it's going to help him out a lot a lot a lot uh jerry giving a shout out to my mom's Cash says reports on Richard Sherman waiting until after training camp. Well, you know, I mean, he did, he earned that right. He earned that right, Cash, to be able to wait it out. To wait it out during training after training camp. Uh, he's a seasoned veteran. He's a guy who uh probably has has a lot of wear and tear on him. You know, well, he he's not a guy that probably he does have a lot of wear and tear on him. He really does. So um, that that doesn't surprise me at all. Josh and Jesus, thank you for the $2 says. We good, I assume. Yeah, man, we good. We good, man. Uh Appreciate you for being here. I, pr- I appreciate that, man. Uh Tim, thank you very much for the $5 says. I can't wait to see four verticals, Alvin, Deontay, Traquan, and Callaway with Winston through them a deep all season. Uh, Yeah, you know, I-, I think that you're going to see a lot of vertical pl- uh, plays, down the field uh you want to take advantage of that when you got a guy that can that can sling it you want to take advantage of that so i think you're going to see more explosive plays uh you know than you have in the last couple years you know you're a uh you're a big q needs to get together to go on tv wallace i appreciate that man yeah shouts out to big q man he does an outstanding job on his channel uh the sports coma you know uh Really love his work. You know what I'm saying? Like a really talented guy right there, man. I, I, I enjoy, you know, every time like we collab and do stuff together, you know, he's a really solid, humble. You know, like, You know, like really humble, good natured guy, you know, and I wish that guy all the success because he deserves it, man. He deserves everything that's coming to him because, you know man, mean? He does it the right way. Are you going to be a Saints Madden streamer? like big q uh i quite enjoy that type of content uh nah, that's not my lane man um you know i play video games to kind of keep myself centered i'm not a like a avid gamer like that and you know i i do things out of passion man like if i'm gonna do something i like to be able to do something consistently i don't want to just give you some you all something and it turns into just like a a floyd mayweather money grab you know what i'm saying <laughs> like if I'm doing something, you know what I'm saying, and I, I want to be able to enjoy it and have passion behind it where I can consistently do it. If if I'm not really truly passionate about doing something, you know, I, I can find myself, like, falling off of doing it. So that, that's just not my lane, man. I, I love what I'm doing here, like, giving you all New Orleans Saints content. Um, you know, I'm not real big on sports writing and stuff like that. That's my big brother's lane. Um. Also, with his podcast, Pixley Blog World, y'all check that out. Um. But me, man, I, I'm just a guy. You know, I just love to get behind a mic, talk, and um, you know, express myself, man. This is not only something I love, but it's a little bit de- therapeutic to me, man. That that's just my thing. Uh, Chris says they uh, were saying that Quan Alexander is recovering uh really well. Yeah, I, I've seen some footage of him, and I, I'm I'm wishing and hoping for a success. Rather he. Resigns with the Saints tonight um he's a guy that has a lot of talent he will be beneficial to any team uh and and I want to see him do well so definitely want to see Quan Alexander uh perform rather as with the Saints or somebody else so it's good to know that he's ahead of schedule TJ does Lattimore have to play this year before getting the extension uh no I don't think so I think that Marshawn Lattimore has proved has proven who he is you know I, I think that he's a above average you know i'm saying borderline elite cornerback uh in some games you can't argue that he is elite uh i I think that that guy deserves his money you know i I mean i'm a huge Marshawn Lattimore fan you know i'm saying like he's a guy that i have a lot of confidence in uh i I don't look at him as as, you know being you know you know a failure like some people do i I don't know where they get that from you know when i look at guys and people that say stuff like that, i just be wondering, like, what y'all been seeing over the last couple years uh from him and compare that to what y'all seen in years past that tells you that this guy's a failure. Uh Marshawn Lattimore, to me, is the best cornerback the Saints have ever had. Now, somebody will probably dig up in the crates and probably find somebody in the past that nobody ever heard of, but when it comes to, like, modern era, like, he's the best cornerback the Saints ever had, like, in a modern era, like, to me. In last twenty years, I don't think you can find a better cornerback on the Saints team than Marshawn Lattimore has been. And to me, he's 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 the best they ever had in my lifetime. Where I grew up in a and and knew how to appreciate football in my lifetime. In my in my thirty four years of living, this guy is the best cornerback that I have ever seen put on a Saints uniform. Some of y'all probably been Saints fan for a long time. Y'all probably seen some some other cornerbacks come through the spot, but as me just looking and evaluating he's the best I, and i and i say that with so much like with, with so much conviction you know what i'm saying like like i mean with so much confidence that this dude is the best so why not pin him i want a debo to start the guy can lock down and great ball skills well he is going to start you know like i said unless like he just lays an egg in training camp or he gets hurt he's going to start like the saints drafted this guy and they feel like they got a diamond in the rough and they did i I keep telling people and i don't know if if you know you checked out the shows or heard me say this but the only reason why he wasn't in the top uh you know two rounds is because he set out last year and teams uh organizations had tendencies of of looking at guys sideways if they set out a whole season but that wasn't his fault you know the Pac-12 was kind of skeptical about starting the season. Uh, they kept on going back and forth. And he was just like, man, just forget about all that. I'm not playing. So that kind of hurt his draft stop. So the Saints really got a first round, second round talent, uh, you know, at that position in the third round. That's a hell of a find. And he really smart. Believe it or not, uh, folks, we need to thank Ryan Fitzpatrick for this amazing show. He the one that started it, folks, when he roasted and toasted our team. Yeah, man, Ryan Fitzpatrick, man, I, I definitely uh, thank him for that, man, because he was the motivation behind me starting the show October 2018, you know, when he uh, lit the Saints up. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, he, he lit them boys up, man. He, he, like, I was just so upset about that game. Um you know, I just went to the radio station at the time. I was staying like right around the corner from the radio station. I work at 90.9 FM in Hemingway, South Carolina. And, uh, man, I was just upset, man. And I just, you know, I had like unlimited access to the to the station at the time. I used to go over there, you know, and just record different things. And uh, I played it back, man. I thought it was like a little entertaining. I thought it was a little funny. So I just decided to post it. And uh, I was like, man, I think I can see myself doing this. You know, and the rest is history. So State of the Saints podcast has been here. Uh 63, uh, 6, 300 subscribers, um, over a million downloads. Uh <laughs> shoot. So yeah, thank you, Ryan Fitzpatrick. LMAO says, Mama TJ, I've always hit the like button. Yeah, shouts out to my mom up in there, you know, uh <laughs> moderating the, the, the chat. <laughs> Eugene says uh, fans really still thinking uh, there exists a man who never ever gets a beat at the corner position. I'll take a solid corner who takes a chance here and there. Yeah. um, I just think that people just get this uh, misconception uh, that, you know, if you're not a Darrell Reeves stopping everything that comes to you, then you're not a valuable cornerback. And that's not, you know, that's, that's not accurate, man. That's not accurate. That's not accurate at all. Um, i agree with you eugene you know if a guy can take a chance a guy try to make a play a guy tries to go out there make a tackle and you know saying he whips or whatever like that every now and then i'm fine you know but if a guy just constantly getting toasted roasted and toasted then maybe we need to reevaluate that position uh damian says i'm a big fan of you uh damian i'm a big fan of you man you know i'm saying for you being here you know i wouldn't be uh, doing this podcast, everyone for you all support, and I, I thank y'all for that. You know, I, I really do. You know, so th- so thank you, man. Thank you for having the confidence in me to give you uh Saints content. You know, thank you for uh, sticking by your boy. You know, I, I appreciate that. Keen Arthur says, TJ, do you think uh Bond and Warner will start? Uh, Warner, yeah. Uh, Bond probably not. Um, I I I still need to see some things from Zach Bond now. Zach Bond has been working in offseason working at the wheel linebacker position which is the weak side linebacker um man uh the saints got a lot of confidence in that cat if he's doing that if you know, like for those that probably don't understand about you know weak side strong side linebackers or whatever the, the wheel it, as he's uh working on a you know, wheel linebacker is a guy that that's job is to uh cover the weak side of the of the uh of the offense you know what i'm saying like you know like that's the the weak side is basically you know he, he's spying running backs making sure the running back uh you know don't catch the ball out of the backfield you got to be able to like you know cover a lot of ground cover you know what i'm saying basically run across the field in order to make tackles uh his job is to basically protect the weak side mostly most of the time he's like you know probably like five to six yards back and right over the guard position you know so And his job is to like just protect the weak side. Now, when you have like, you know, a Sam, that's a strong side linebacker. And strong side is, you know, majority of the the players on one particular side of the field. Right. So weak side is less. Strong side is more. And when you're a weak side linebacker, you got to be able to run. You probably have to be the fastest linebacker on the team. That right there. I ain't gonna lie to you. That sounds like what p warner gonna have to be i think p warner is most likely gonna be the wheel linebacker this year um but you know him playing a wheel him playing a wheel uh tells me that the saints want him to uh be able to you know guard uh some of these running backs and they trust his tackling ability i can tell you that if, if you playing the wheel linebacker like they, they trust you on that. but you also have like i said you have to be the fastest Got to be the one of the fastest linebackers on the team. Uh, let's see. Stroll back. I'm going back up a little bit. Diego says, uh, what up, TJ? What are your thoughts on Lattimore and his inconsistency? Uh, I think he can work on it. Uh, he would definitely be a top five in a league. Man, I, I don't look. What I think about his inconsistencies is I really don't think that he has as many inconsistencies as people make it out to be you know i really don't like like man this dude is like top five top 10 corners in the league and i just think that we just nitpick a little bit too much and i I get it man like you you want him to play like he play against mike evans every time but man every cornerback has like their weaknesses and every cornerback if, if you're not getting passes thrown to you three quarters and stuff like that like there's a there's a reason why that's happening you know what i'm saying there's a reason why teams look at his way and be like okay i'd rather throw it over here and only throw it to his to to his side when it when it really matters man i'm just saying man like i just feel like we only focus on guys imperfections like we don't focus on how good these guys are when they really out there balling you know like guys are going to get beat do i feel like you know he has room for to, for growth, yes, but do I think that he played really good last season? Absolutely. I don't think that you know. I don't think he just played god awful. You know, got this thing, guy get beat, and um, I just think that it, inconsist- uh, inconsistency narrative is just. I mean, I think it's getting a little bit out of control, man. I, I like the guy a lot. I think he's really good. I think guys are going to get beat, but I tell you what, man he he he, make, he makes the play more times than he gets beat. That I think we all can agree with. Casual says, What do you think uh, will be our starting linebackers? I think it will be Davis, Warner, and Bond in that order. Warner could be that missing piece. Uh, I think Pete Warner is going to be, um, I think he's going to be that will linebacker. You know what I'm saying? They might even line him up on the strong side from time to time. Um, I can see uh, Zach Bond being an alternate uh, linebacker, uh, but. I mean, I I, look, the saints don't, the saints just don't put guys in place by default. Like we hear Sean Payton say this a lot. He says like, if, if, you know, we don't feel like we have what we need on this team, then we need to go out here and try to find it. I haven't seen Zach Bourne. You know, I haven't seen it. You know, I have, I have not seen it. All I've seen is a guy who specializes at rushing a quarterback coming out of college. And uh, all last season, they were trying to help him to be a stand-up linebacker. Now, has he transitioned? Who knows? Is he going to be better? Who knows? Uh, but as of right now, I, I definitely don't feel like you need to be content with the linebacker corp you have right now. Uh, I, I feel like you need to uh, maybe go out here, maybe see if you can re- you can sign somebody that's available. If he doesn't, you know, pan out or even if he is panning out, you know, don't, don't just go up in there and just say, okay, he going to get it. Like get somebody that's going to push him, you know, Get somebody that's going to go out there and, and 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 get him. You know what I'm saying? Like motivated to go out there and play his best. You know, it's kind of like when Nigel Branham was here uh, during training camp. You know, Nigel Branham was brought in. A lot of people thought he was going to make the team, but all these other guys stepped it up, and it got to a point where Nigel Branham was barely even making any noise. So he probably needs that. He need that motivation. I'm I'm not in a in a in a business of just you know giving guys a starting job by default like you got to go out there and earn it big q and tj are the mans uh when it comes to saints talk y'all i I appreciate that man and shouts out to big q i say he does an outstanding job i'll be ripping them thank you very much for the two dollars says yo tj i started a podcast state of the stinks (laughs) well good luck with that podcast man i hope it's a stinking success uh ghostface Griller said lmao who that (laughs) Anna says, what do you think about Jameis' abilities to read a defense? uh, I I never had an issue with that. I don't think Jameis has a problem with reading defenses. Uh, I just think that Jameis Winston has a lot of confidence in himself. And when a guy has a lot of confidence in himself, it can be for the best and it can be for the worst, Um, for the better, because, you know, no matter what the situation is, it won't get him down. But also for the worst, when you're a quarterback, because you feel like you can make all the throws in every situation, and you don't try to take what the defense gives you. You have that, you know, that trigger man mentality and it could cost you. So do I think he can read defenses? Absolutely. You know, I, I just think that sometimes he just not does not make the right decision. Um, I just think that he just is ultra aggressive at times when he doesn't need to be. I, I don't think he he tries to live to fight another day. He's he's the boxer that goes into the rain and throws that haymaker. You know, what I'm saying that one here to quit. He ain't trying to look like he ain't trying to look. For going the distance right he ain't trying to go out there and and have everybody marvel at his stamina and all that kind of stuff like nah, i'm going to go up here with this one hit to quitter uh you know and and i feel like that hurts him at times you know so that's what i feel about him that's what i, I, I feel about Jameis. if he can actually you know change some of that i think he'll be just fine uh let's see chemo says we enjoy every episode i appreciate that chemo thank you man I enjoy you all Uh, really do, man. All the questions and the comments. Thank you. Jeremiah says, I hope Atlanta and Carolina are losing on the NFC South division in 2021. Speaking of the NFC South division, defending Super Bowl champions, Tampa Bay Buccaneers going to lose to every team in 2021. (laughs) Tampa Bay uh, isn't going to make the playoffs. NFC championship or Super Bowl, please give me a hell no. To the no, no, no. Hell to the no. Can we get rebuild mode for our teams without Drew Brees there? Okay, just because you said it, uh, just because you said it, I'll go ahead and give you that bitch a bow. Hell no. To the no, no, no. Hell to the no. All right, but with that said, I I don't agree with your your stance on that, man. I do feel like uh, the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to make the playoffs. Uh, I don't feel like they're going to lose every game uh <laughs> but uh man I like your enthusiasm man I like I like you know that you are willing to say that but no nah, they, they they're gonna win some games man they're gonna get everybody's best shot because with being the Super Bowl champ uh you're gonna get everybody's best shot but <laughs> they, they go they're gonna win some games <laughs> please give me a hell now to the top of uh shady Tj the host of the state of <laughs> I I I gave it to you, man, but I don't agree. They're going to win some games, man. (laughs) Robin says, we know it's going to be weird not seeing Breeze out there, going to be even crazier not seeing Thomas Morstead out there, too. Well, I mean, it's the beginning of a new era, Robin. You know, out with the old and with the new. I mean, all teams do it. All teams go through it. We miss those guys. We appreciate the contributions that they they made to the team as well as our lives, man. I mean, they give us, they gave us hope. They gave us good moments. They gave us moments to make us stand up and cheer due to Benson Boogie, but uh, you know, all things must come to an end. And um, this is a new regime. Now this is a, a, a new team uh, when it comes to leadership. Uh, Drew Brees has been the unsung leader of the new Orleans Saints for 15 years, but you know, it, it's time to move on. But I'm confident that this team can be able to move in the right direction. Uh, I think that you're going to see some growing pains, uh, you know, in the absence of these guys. But um, I don't think it'll be to a point where you just feel like, oh, this team is just an absolute disaster. I never say that until I actually see it happen on the field. Damien says, by far, uh, best ever and ever will be is P.J. Williams, hands down, all jokes aside. Oh man, now that deserves. Nah, man. <laughs> that ain't it. Uh PJ Williams, uh, good at safety, not so good on the outside. Um, but but his teammates, man, and his team and his coaches love him, man. So it's what it is. I've been around for decades. I can promise you, Lattimore is the best we ever had. Yeah, he, he, to me he is. Um I don't care what anybody says about that. I mean, we can nitpick all day, but I, I can remember when it wasn't much nitpicking need to be done. Like we knew these dudes were trash. Okay. We knew that boys, them boys couldn't cover with a bed sheet. We know these dudes were about to go out here and get smoked. But man, how we change our our, our stance on things, man. The best cornerback Saints uh, had was Herman two shoes McGee. Somebody would say, Who the F is that? uh definitely you know what i'm saying like that's like what i'm saying like if you got to go back there and dig in the crates and go back to what you know where you played like eight in the 80s if you gotta dig way back there man nobody know who that is you know like you know if we talking about the modern era man i'm talking about uh some of these guys that you can you, you can come up with man the dudes couldn't man they couldn't play you know what i'm saying they, they just couldn't play they, they weren't very good uh, I bet Mike Evans whole march on gets suspended indefinitely. Yeah, he definitely uh you know gets the best out of that matchup. Uh, who that TJ the host? What's going on, man? Eugene says Saints are definitely a uh, division champs and swept them boys in the regular season. Remember that? Well, it don't mean a thing if you ain't got that ring. Uh, our corners were burnt like a biscuit that game, man. Smoke like brisket the who that nation chat line podcast say hello tj jones but well, tell I said what up shout out to cb pretty carly who that nation chat line over there appreciate y'all uh let's see wallace says god bless you my brother you're doing a real good job wallace i appreciate that man appreciate it josh says even champs uh got burnt uh yeah even champ got burnt a couple times in the game man look revis got burnt uh Man, Dion got burnt. Like it happens. Like it, if you go up against elite competition, it's most likely going to happen. Uh Timothy says, Awesome job, my brother. Appreciate that, man. My my guy of the same name. Uh L <laughs> Dog says Bucks equals Lakers. <laughs> uh, let's just have TJ do an entire episode of Hell Niles. Uh, that <laughs> Uh, I'm pretty sure people want to hear more than just the hell to the Niles, man. Uh, Therese Mitchell says Michael Thomas really has zero catches against Carlton Davis. Yeah, he really did, man. He really did, but I guarantee you, you know, he he gonna have a chip on his shoulder this season. I might miss an episode, but I watch every single one and always look forward to the next one. Ghostface, I appreciate that, man, and thank you for being a supporter. Uh, Rose City says, uh, OG, give it a shout out to Jerry Poor. Inevitable says, Mike T had a broken ankle. Come on, man. He uh, about those 149 balls he caught when he was healthy, though. Well, we don't we have a a tendency of talking about people's imperfections. We never talk about the good points, you know, and if we do, then we tend to forget that they have. (laughs) What? No love for Toy Cook. Uh, Yeah, I got love for Toy Cook, but. uh, Yeah, he's not better than Marshall Lattimore. Uh, Tommy Lee is the greatest punt returner of all time. Uh, Nah. (laughs) no he is not (laughs) right uh we get uh, another opportunity for our teams to make a playoff NFC championship and super bowl uh, championship for real tj uh i hope we can you know but if they go out there and they play at a high level if they go out there and they perform then they can clarence thank you very much for the ten dollars says hey tj sean payton and Jameis are going to set the league on fire mark my words sean is uh too good of a coach uh, he's coming for you well i hope so and uh, i think he has something to prove you know he want to prove that he can win outside of drew Brees. that's a fact uh, but i want to take this moment to thank the fine folks at manscape.com the official sponsor of the state of the saints podcast uh, if you go to manscape.com use the promo code state of saints that's all one word lowercase letters state of saints you'll save 20 percent off on the lawnmower 4.0 which is directly behind me uh, the weed whacker as well as other manscape items so go to manscape.com use the promo code state of saints you'll say 20 percent off no matter if you spend a hundred dollars or ten dollars you'll get that 20 percent off discount so thank you to the fine folks at manscape and uh let's get back to the show terrio says what's good tj what's going on appreciate you for being here empty minded gamer says "Marshawn and then tracy porter hey, i'll put it i'll put him up there i'll put him up there Lattimore is a good cornerback. Yeah, really good. Uh, Isaac said, how you doing, Tim? I'm doing fine, man. Shouts out to you. Uh, Pammy says, man, Herman, don't even remember being good. <laughs> That's been so long ago. Man, that was that was a lot. That was, man, that was in the 80s. That was in the 80s when that dude was out there balling out, man. Uh, who going to win that uh, matchup week one, Michael Thomas or Jay Alexander? Hmm. I think that Michael Thomas got something to prove. So <laughs> I wouldn't want to be Jaya Alexander. Randall says big things coming for SOTS. Uh, Jalen McCleskey might be another Lance Moore. Well, I hope so, man, uh, on both on, <laughs> on both counts. Uh, you know, big things are coming for the State of the Saints podcast. But, I mean, I feel like, you know, big things are here. You know, like we, we've we already arrived. You don't know about the State of the Saints podcast, uh, you know, I encourage everybody to, uh, you know, check it out. You know, I know it, it's it's a little bit different of a format. You know, most time when you see podcasts, you'll see one or two or three people on there. You know, I, you know, that's you know, I have over like a hundred, a <laughs> hundred different, uh, you know, co-hosts. You know, every single episode. You know, being able to talk to you all and interact with you all. So I mean, look. We got good things coming here, man. We've uh we're gonna be working with the Pigskin Podcast Network. Uh, you know, I'm excited about that. Uh Maze Media Labs, uh, a new up-and-coming media network that uh State of Saints Podcast uh, is uh joining and collaborating with. Uh uh FanDuel, you no, know, not uh not fan but DraftKings. Uh we got that, you know, in the books. Uh manscape, uh, you know, is still a sponsor, and we have some other sponsors that's coming up as well. So you know, a lot of people uh, really are trying to, you know, partner with the State of the Saints podcast, and we're moving in the right direction. You know, Blue Apples, thank you very much for the five dollars. Says the two best cornerbacks everybody is forgetting is Jabari Greer and Tracy Porter. They brought us a Super Bowl. Lattimore did uh, did not. No re- disrespect. That don't mean that they better than him. You know, I mean, <laughs> I, I look, <laughs> I, I love Marcus Colston. But uh, Marcus Colston was a part of that Super Bowl team. But Marcus Colston, not better than Michael Thomas, is he? You know, I I got respect for Reggie Bush and what he did against the Cardinals. But Reggie Bush ain't better than Alvin Kamara. I mean, come on, man. like, let's just be 100 about this. Like, just because you were a part of a team, you know, that won a Super Bowl. And I'm not saying those guys were bad. I'm not saying that those guys were terrible. I'm not saying that those guys don't deserve all the respect in the world because they were good. When they play. Uh, but I don't feel like you 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 need you can dismiss a man's greatness or say that he's not better than another person just because that person is on the receiving end of a Super Bowl championship. You know, like I I don't feel like that's that's a to me that's not a I don't feel like that's a good reason to say that oh they just better. They're just saying like they better by default. If that's how we doing it, then it's like saying Osama Young, you know, is better than Marshawn Lattimore, you know. <laughs> and I think we all can agree that he is not, you know. So I, I can't I can't just say just because they brought a, a Super Bowl and they were part of the Super Bowl team that they were better than him. I don't believe it. You know, a uh, quick question, uh, TJ. Uh, did you see that Bret Hart bio, man, that was real deep. And you know the P.J. Williams thing was a joke. Yeah, I knew it was a joke, Damien. And uh, no, I didn't check out the Bret Hart uh, documentary. I, I didn't see that at all. Um, I seen a few documentaries. I seen the most recent one was on uh, Jake the Snake Roberts uh, on Dark Side of the Ring. Uh, man, that was some that was some tough stuff to watch right there, man. All the stuff he had to go through. He he and his brothers and his sisters. Sad man, sad stuff. Uh, Eugene says. I was being straight up sarcastic with the Toy Cook comment. Kind of I I know I I know sarcasm. I mean I, I look I know with somebody being sarcastic and when they not. I, I I know the names. I know the names, and I and I know the game. You know, what I mean? like that's why I like laugh. Revis got Moss by Moss more than once. Yep. Hold up, who is Toy Cook? I'm late to the podcast. Who is Toy Cook? How old are you, man? toy cook was a cornerback back in the 90s man uh billy joe Tolliver belongs in the saints hall of fame uh only if he get a ticket to sit on the front row so you know and watch somebody else go in. that i agree with you uh michael thomas was hurt that's why tampa bay dude was so-called shutting michael thomas down uh i, I don't want to just sit up there and hit and and, and uh disrespect carlton davis like that because um before you know what i'm saying in week one when they went up against each other i mean michael thomas really didn't do nothing that game before he got hurt so i don't want to just sit up here and just just say that carlton davis is just straight boo-boo now you know what i'm saying i don't want to even go there i don't even want to go there uh but i'm gonna give him credit you know what i'm saying like he did a good job in that week one game and like, michael thomas hurt himself in the last two minutes of the game game was pretty much wrapped up all right so he did a good job bottling him up now you can say he had safety help over the top and all that kind of stuff. Then he jams them and whatever, you know, but at the end of the day, uh, I'm not going to just sit up here as a Saint fan and just say, oh, oh, he, he didn't do nothing because he was hurt. No, 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 no. He didn't get hurt to the last two minutes of the game. And Michael Thomas didn't really do anything in that game. I'm, I'm just being serious. I love Mike, but I mean, <laughs> what they say, tell the truth, shame the devil lattimore uh best cornerback in saints history i've seen them toy cook benefited from a pass rush and the dome patrol yeah um toy cook wouldn't be on my my, my rush more cornerbacks uh honestly trey quine is a much better receiver than michael thomas right tj <laughs> next question uh <laughs> i think Marcus Calloway is going to step up for us uh, that, now see Josh, that's sarcasm right there. That was sarcasm from Josh. Uh, I'm hearing that Tim Tebow might be uh be coming to New Orleans to play tight end. Jacksonville trying to get rid of him. Uh hmm. good luck with that. Uh man, remember when Alex Molden was going to be the answer as he uh for cornerback? <laughs> uh if if Alex Molden is the answer, you need to change the question. That's all I gotta say about that. Mike <laughs> about to work them boys. I hope so. Uh, Nick TJ, what's good, big dog? B day 99.1 FM, yes, sir, man. Shouts out to Nick, man, my guy right there, man. B day 99.1, and that's where your boy got it started, man. I started off as an intern, uh, man. Shouts out to uh, uh, Gerald Jabot out there, you know, what I'm saying, without that gave boy the op- a brother opportunity. Uh, you know, I worked there, you know, for a few months with B day. Uh, did a few events with them man that's why i got my start man right out there in brandon mississippi so shouts out to nick sam man he he on the air doing this thing man doing this dj thing and i just remember man us uh being you know sitting up in the studio you know you know trying to get on there hoping they, they let us read some 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 commercials you know <laughs> but look at us man he got a spot out there at Day 99.1 as a dj and you now i'm at uh, 90.9 fm and also a You know, podcaster for, you know, repping the New Orleans Saints, man. That's crazy. You know, so shouts out to Nick, man. If y'all need a DJ, man, holla at my boy, man. Y'all out there in Mississippi, man, holler at my boy. You do parties, boy, misfits. (laughs) L-A-M-O says uh, uh, the truth hurts. Uh, Don't make T.J. play the hell to the non-song again. Hey, man, look, there's a fine line between jokes and uh, demonization, and we pushing it, okay? (laughs) They might let me slide with water too. I keep on playing that all night. I get demonetized. So, no. Nah. <laughs> I think Marcus Williams is going to be an all pro this year. Uh, yeah, it could be. Could be possible. Could be possible. He works really hard, man. Like, Marcus Williams works really hard. That's one thing I can say about him. the guy is a workout warrior, and he is a guy that is um, always pushing it to the limit. I hope Quan Baker uh, makes the team. Uh, if he do, the Saints need to use him like. Uh, Debo Samuel and what he reminds me of. Well, that's that's what he said. You know, he say he remi- he, he thinks of his game as like a Debo, so we'll see. We'll see. I uh, love the wedding pick in the back. Uh, TJ, so sweet. Oh man, absolutely, man. That's my that's my queen right there, man. That's my that's my baby right there. You know what I'm saying? Like that is my driving force, you know what I'm saying? And and the one below that in in, in between the little boxes right there, you know what I'm saying? That's 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 the first queen, you know what I'm saying? Those are the queens of my life, you know what I'm saying? And my, my little prince is my son, you know. So definitely, you know what I'm saying, like my motivation right there, man. Um, my wife, my son, my family, you know, so why not, you know. They're, they're a key part to this this whole success run that we on right now. No doubt about that. Josh says, bro, ESPN reporting that the Saints just signed Dez Bryant. Wow. <laughs> Josh, are, Josh, are you trolling me right now, man? Anybody seen this? Somebody, Josh got me going to my phone, man. Somebody, somebody please tell me if if if, if we are uh, joking tonight. I would I would like to see. Uh nah, I think he trolling me right. Now. <laughs> and, and Josh, see, I, I don't see I don't see anything on here just yet. So I would I'm gonna assume he's trolling me right now. Richard Sherman or Kirkpatrick. Um I'm gonna go with Richard Sherman. We're Richard Sherman, because I think that a Paulson Debo gonna start. Uh, Levi says our defense starts with Marshawn. Uh, I don't know, nah, I, I think our defense starts with our front four. I, I really do, I, I think it starts with them. He He's a key part though. Uh, he went to Detroit with Dan Campbell. I assume you're talking about Aaron Glenn. Brett laid Vince out for that one. Oh, okay, yeah. If we're talking about the Montreal screwdriver, by some. It's amazing where well, people can just say certain words. I don't know what the conversation started. I just know what y'all are talking about. Slim Dan says, great. Keenan Best Cow says, Alex Molden, not even the best cornerback in his family. <laughs> exactly. Elijah Molden just got uh, drafted, you know, coming out of Washington, right? So he, he, that guy right there, to me, probably the next Tyron Matthew. Marcus says, TJ, who do you think should start at quarterback, uh, Hill or Winston? Um, I'm going to say Jameis Winston to me you know Jameis james winston to me Jameis winston needs to start uh nick says congratulations my boy much love uh <laughs> man shouts out to nick man i say man doing real big things out there man y'all y'all look my boy nick murphy up man if y'all in mississippi man you you got a party or something like that an event man look my boy up man good dj good solid guy right there uh daniel says tj what about mickey loomis though uh he can do my test." Tass- Yeah, man. Uh, look, I don't know if Mickey Loomis needs to do your taxes, but I, I, I damn sure want Kyle Harley to do mine. Okay, I know I'm getting myself a refund check. I get one of them refund checks, like, uh, <laughs> like that girl. I think she had like a uh, like a, a ninety million dollar refund check. She tried to cash out a Kroger. <laughs> I don't know if y'all see that story, but I'm pretty sure it's circling around social media somewhere. There was this girl who. Uh, Ended up like doing her taxes and she ended up like getting a refund of like $90 million or something. And she went to a Kroger to try to cash a check. I'm like, (laughs) first off, like, (laughs) I don't even think Kroger can make $90 million in five, five, uh, 10 years. Say at least have that in a, on a person at that particular time. (laughs) but i mean needless to say the police showed up in the rest is history man but that was yeah it wasn't a uh wasn't a a very smart thing to do but she definitely tried to go up in there with a 90 million dollar refund yes i see six interceptions for marcus williams this year and uh career tackles well we know that marcus williams he good at catching that ball man he really good at that but carlton davis had a better year than Lattimore last year i'm being real but i still think Lattimore better um it happens, man. I mean, guys have good seasons, bad seasons, and stuff like that. But look, I, I'm not going to sit up here and just say the the dude's terrible. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think they're both really good cornerbacks. I don't think you can lose with either one. If you ask me, I think both guys are are really good for the for the for the squad. So, um you know, uh I, I that's the way that's the way I'm looking at it. I think that Lattimore is really good. You know. I don't know what people, you know, like I said, man, people gonna get beat, people gonna lose matchups, uh, but it don't it don't phase my opinion about him at all. Um, I, I think he's extremely talented. Detroit had decent cornerbacks, they're gonna slip this year and uh let me see, AG running it. Okay, dazed and confused. Um look. <laughs> uh they had one of the, the worst secondaries in football last season. Uh they was giving up like a lot of points, so. Anything that he can do, if he can make them, you know, stop somebody once or twice, I mean, that would be a step up if you want to be honest. You know, Detroit need a lot of work. Uh, first off, you know, listen, we talking about Detroit. I got a soft spot in my heart for Detroit, man, because, um, you know, I mean, I, I've always been a Barry Sanders fan. You know what I'm saying? I used to like cheer for like Rodney Pete. You know, I'm a you know big Tecmo Bowl guy back in the day, man, I used to play a lot of Tecmo Bowl in my Yeah, man. So at the same time, you know, I used to always play with uh, the Detroit Lions. So I think the biggest issue with Detroit is the fact that they don't have an identity. You know, I think that's, that's what it all comes down to. Uh, they don't have an identity. They they don't have something that you can just think of. Like when you think about Detroit, I mean, what do you think about? They don't have an identity. And I feel like that's something that they need to work on. That That's just my humble opinion. But I think they can get better. You know, I think they got uh I think they got you know some some talented players out there. Uh when you can't uh get uh no hell no out of TJ, you lose your confidence. I need a self-esteem boo. Uh okay, man. I, I'll give it to you, man, real quick. Here it is. no. There we go. Let's see. Junior Hicks says number 18 for Atlanta on Lattimore. Uh, talking about Calvin Ridley. I mean, Calvin Ridley um, owns a lot of people. You know, he had one of his best seasons to statistically last year, which made a lot of people in Atlanta feel like Julio Jones was expendable. But I mean, we'll see. We'll see, man, if he is that guy, if he is that number one wide receiver. I take it that. TJ, who was some of your favorite wrestlers' uh, introductions? Mine was those of Warrior, Harlem Heat, Stone Cold, Ric Flair, and W.O. I got more, but too long. Um, Intro, uh, recently, uh, I would have to say, uh, would be Finn Balor uh, was one of them. Um, I used to like Edge when he came out through the smoke. Um, Of course, Triple H, man. You can't, you know, Triple H intro. Those, those are probably some guys, man, you know, that, that stand out to me. You know, I was a I was a big Owen Hart fan, too, man. You know, when Owen Hart, when they used to have, like, the little hearts and stuff like that reflecting down at the floor, I thought that was pretty dope. You know, Shawn Michaels, you know, coming down from the rafters. Uh, and, of course, you know, I mean, Undertaker, I mean, he just the best, the absolute best. I mean, and I've seen that in person. You know, to see Undertaker come out to the ring in person at a WrestleMania, unbelievable stuff, man. Saints on the Georgia Dome and Mercedes-Benz Stadium, whatever they call it. <laughs> I have to agree with that. That SOTS hat is dope. I need to cop me one ASAP. And I'm trying to get these hats out uh, by by the football season. I'm trying to get uh, these hats out here. So hopefully I can, man. Carlton a damn good corner. Yeah, he is, man. He, he really is. Like, I, I know we, you know, want to say, yeah, the Saints got the best of everything. But, man, these other teams got some talented players, too tj why people doubting the saints because of winston people got us not making the playoffs well let them let them you know like let them believe what they want to believe you know that that don't really matter you know i mean they they can believe what they want like i said before for the last two years the saints have proven that they can win without drew Brees. now we haven't seen it for an entire season but at the same time i mean you have to uh, trust the coaching staff but I don't really pay attention that much to the national media and what they say about the Saints because in reality, they don't even follow the Saints or watch the Saints or care enough to even try to focus in on the Saints. So everything that they basically being taught is what they, you know, is basically vanilla type storylines, you know, stuff, quarterback competition, you know, stuff like that. Best cornerback on team don't lose uh, key matchups at key moments. And that's, who Lattimore is, debate me, Philly game. Uh, best corner on teams, don't lose key matchups at key moments. And that's who Marshawn is, debate me. Exactly. You know, he a, a best cornerback on team, don't lose key matchups at key moments. Uh, he, don't, he, don't really, he don't really do that, you know? When, when can you just sit up here and just say that Marshawn Lattimore cost the Saints a football game that really matter? uh, If you look at... Uh, their divisional round game, right? Uh, how we forget, this man had two interceptions in that game. One pass, man. I mean, he leaped up in the air, took the ball clean out of, uh, I want to say Zach Ertz' hands. You know what I'm saying? In stride, and Zach Ertz would have probably hit his head on the goalpost if he would if he would have failed. I'm talking Marshawn Lattimore. Second play, you know, what I mean, the ball uh, went through Alshon Jeffrey's hand. Who caught it, Marshawn Lattimore? Okay, it was, was like third and four against Tampa Bay Buccaneers last season. I think uh, Tom Brady threw the ball to Scotty Miller. I mean, who who made that pass deflection? Marshawn Lattimore. I mean, when you look at key moments in a game, you know, even like in that four-quarter game against the Chargers, right, he gave up that pass to Mike Williams. Uh, They missed that field goal. Who made the tackle on fourth down that that kept uh, Mike Williams from making a first down? It was Marshawn Lattimore. So when it comes to, like, making key moments and stuff like that, I mean, what more can you say? Are you going to any Saints games this year? Yeah, I'm going to try to go to the Carolina game and probably go to a game down in New Orleans as well. Ramsey says, hey, TJ, uh, which running back do you think we let go? um, Let me see, out of uh, Tony Jones Jr. and Scott, the rookie from Indiana. Uh, I think you're going to have Tony Jones still here because of his experience. And also his special team's uh contributions. Uh who will win if F- XPOG Pac went against the one, two, three kid? The special referee would be Sean Waltman. <laughs> uh since all three of them are the same person, uh, I would have to say uh <laughs> none of them, you know. <laughs> I, I would imagine a sane asylum, which he'll be in if he had in a battle with all three of themselves like that. Uh let's see, watching the Lakers get eliminated makes my day better. I don't understand why people – well, I understand why – Uh, I, I take that back. I know why New Orleans fans don't like the Lakers. <laughs> Adam Thielen eats Lattimore up. I mean, but Adam Thielen eat up a lot of these guys, so that's not saying much. <laughs> that ain't saying much. That, that, it was the year where Adam Thielen uh, – I, I want to say he had like 10 straight 100-yard uh receiving games or something like that in a row. I think he was like on pace to break Michael Irvin's record. So, I mean, there's always exceptions, like, like I can say, but I wouldn't trade Marshawn Lattimore for nothing. I, I'm not, I'm not going to fall in, into this nitpicking game. I know this guy is, is better than, than most. And I think that we should be appreciative to have him on the squad as, as a member of that, of the cornerback position. Let us lose Lattimore and see what our defense is. I agree. It is, you know, it, it's, it's easy for us to actually nitpick this because, like I said, I mean, we have a tendency of forgetting about what we've been or what we came from or what we're comparing them to. Like, if you're comparing him to Jalen Ramsey, I'm okay with that, all right? It's not like you're comparing him to, I don't know, King for the Green Bay Packers or or uh, Rashard Breeland or something like that. No disrespect to him. You know, I know he just got signed by the Vikings. I mean, you're comparing him to the king, of you know, the cream of the crop. So if that you know what I'm saying, if you're comparing him to that, then that that says a lot about him to me. You know, I say Mel Gray, then Beer Man, to my best uh, kick returners uh, for the Saints. You threw that Tyrone Hughes up in there. <laughs> Tyrone Hughes, Tyrone Hughes. TJ, be honest. Do you think a Debo starting week one? And if not, why you think none? I think he's gonna start. I think he's gonna start. Uh, because he's a talented cornerback. He's smart. Um, The fact that the Saints already got an idea and a plan for him already when they drafted him says a lot. I'm excited because our team uh, has cohesion. Uh, I just want to see this team win in the playoffs. Without LeBron, the playoff is board. I don't care who wins the championships. Uh, I disagree with that. I'm always excited to see new up-and-coming talent uh, you know, play. If you watch that Phoenix Suns game and watch uh, Phoenix play uh, that game in their home, in their home stadium with all them fans, and you ain't get goosebumps watching that, uh I have to say, man, you need a, I don't know, man, you need a pulse. uh You know, this is exciting, man, because, look, no disrespect to none of these great players out here, man, but I, I would love to see teams that that you aren't used to seeing uh, make those steps. And and making these steps with, you know, what I like to consider doing it, you know what I'm saying, with hard work and dedication, not calling my friends up and saying, you know what I'm saying, meeting at a a local gym and saying, okay, if I restructure my contract like this, would you come to the team? Like, nah, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like guys that like, you know, you take a couple pieces like a Chris Paul, you draft a guy like a Devin Booker, you get guys, you know what I'm saying, that, that can work together. And be successful, guys like the Utah Jazz. You know, what I'm saying you look at Jokers just won the the, the league you know, league MVP, like stuff like that, man. I, I got a respect for teams like that, the Jaba Ranch. You know, guys that are trying to you know build a legacy and not trying to be out here trying to play AAU ball. So to me, I'm excited about. It. I ain't got nothing against LeBron James. You know, I, I don't. You know, I I've never seen so many people just wish a guy failed so much in my life. And I know it has a lot to do with how he's how he's uh, the focal point of the NBA and, you know, how things just seem to always cater to him. I get it. But at the same time, um, the guy is a good basketball player. You know, what I'm saying a great basketball player. You know, what I'm saying he's a he's a guy that, that's a philanthropist. He, you know, what I'm saying he works well in his community. You know, what I'm saying he, he donates, he gives his time, his energy. He's not afraid to uh, go, you know, and talk about different topics that people are afraid to address. I mean, I'm a Jordan guy, but at the same time, I I mean, I I don't understand, like, why people just so focus on this man failing. You know, I I don't know. (laughs) Donald says, uh, where do you stand on Dre? Um, If they sign him, they sign him. If they don't, they don't. I'm okay with either one. DJ, I love Lattimore and want uh him around for a long time, but I'm just stating the obvious he has a hard time with Thielen. Oh, I'm not saying that he don't look, I'm not, look, I'm not up here trying to be a uh, you know, a Marshawn Lattimore defender here. I mean, look, he gets beaten, you know, on plays. But I'm just saying that's not a deal breaker for me. You know, I, I don't think just because Adam Thielen, you know, makes some really good catches on him and stuff like that does not mean that, you know. I mean, he he just you know just trash. You know what I'm saying? Adam Thielen is one of the best wide receivers in football. I always say a lot. You know, I always say it a lot. If Adam Thielen was a black dude, <laughs> I think he'd get a lot more attention. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm just being real. Like you know, a lot of people don't a lot of people don't get this dude attention because you know he a white boy doing it. It's just the same way w- what it was with um, Julian Edelman or you know like a uh, Wes Welker. You know, I just think that if if he was out there, you know showboating and you know what i'm saying and he was, like he was black doing it i feel like you know he'll probably have a different reception you know we we it's almost like you know with larry bird like i was watching um i was watching uh a documentary about the la lakers uh, i want to say magic and bird and there was talk about when magic i mean when larry bird first came in the league out of indiana state and everybody was talking about how good and well-touted he was and all that. And it was like, man, look, man, there ain't no white boy better than these black brothers out here. And, you know what I'm saying, Larry Bird, like, proved it. You know what I'm saying, flying all over the floor, shooting threes. You know what I'm saying, talking smack. And they're like, okay, you know what I'm saying, like, I got put some respect on this dude's name. You know, but, I mean, when it comes to Adam Thielen, Adam Thielen can run all the routes. He's a really good, uh, pass, you know, pass catcher. I mean, he makes some circus acrobatic uh, catches. Uh, he just doesn't get the respect that he deserves. You know, that's just it's just what it is. I mean, if we go, you know, what I'm saying if we gonna, you know, we're gonna talk about it. We gotta talk about it, man. It, you know, I, I, but I feel like that's one of the that's one of the, that's one of the main reasons why you know I don't feel like he get as much attention as a person like on this team, like Justin Jefferson. You know, Justin Jefferson. You know, I mean, he out there doing the gritty and all that kind of stuff, and he's out there balling. But Adam Thielen was doing that you know, for years. TJ, Lil Wayne one of your favorite rappers? Uh, no, he is not. Uh, no, nah, he, he's not. I like Lil Wayne, respect to him, but he's not one of my favorite rappers. Uh, I think the Saints are going to uh, talk to other teams to trade a cornerback. What do you think? I don't think so. Man, they, too, they thin as it is. Like, so why would you want to trade somebody of value? He hasn't had a hard time uh, with dealing. Uh, I disagree with that um now you can say like some of the, the catches that Thielen has made on him has been um really you know I mean really athletic but nah he he, he has a hard time he has a hard time I'm not even gonna lie about that LeBron is a top five greatest NBA player that's uh ever played the game I agree with that I agree with that Jordan Nelson too yeah that was another person that was on my mind as well uh we know LeBron is a top two player of all time behind Jordan You know, I mean, look, some people say he number one. Some people say Jordan number one. I think both of those guys, I think is to me, I used to be in those debates. But when I think about it, it, it's totally unfair for us to even debate and and rate these guys because they both play in two different eras. When you have two different rules, the NBA is like completely different. So. I don't know. Pistol Pete Maravich, Yeah, he's another one. You know, a person that was uh really talented, very good uh, at passing the ball, a lot of trickery and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Smooth, you know, like you know, with with the basketball. Yeah. But I, but, but Pistol Pete gets his uh credit. Adam Thielen, I wish I was black, I'd get more attention. <laughs> uh I, I look, I don't think that's the case, but I'm I'm just being honest. Uh, you know, that's the that's the way that I feel about it. You know, that's the way that I feel. If if it was different, he probably would be. Uh, If you watch Sean Payton interview, he smiled when asked about our receiving court. He's seen something with them. (laughs) Yeah, they got talent. Man, them boys got some some burners on his team, man. Jordan Nelson has been out of the league five years. Lattimore going into his fifth. Stop it. Uh, We talking about Jordan Nelson. Yeah, yeah, but Jordan Nelson was good for the Packers, though. And he's a Super Bowl champion. TJ said, "Uh, he's not, cause he a Green Bay fan. <laughs> uh, not not even that. You know, like I mean, look, I got respect for him. Uh, he, he's all time great, but um, I won't say my favorite rapper. He, he's not, you know. TJ, who is your favorite rapper? Uh, Nas is my favorite rapper. Uh, Nas. Um, uh, trying to see who else would fall into that category." Yeah, I would say I would have to say Nas. Nas is my favorite rapper. Uh, then you have um, Chameleon. Air. You know what I'm saying? Chameleon Air is then there Ludacris. You know that, that those are my guys right there. You know I'm a big Chameleon Air fan. I, I listen to so much Chameleon Air when my wife ride with me. Like, please, no Chameleon. Air. <laughs> That's my guy, man. Uh, let me see. Team is straight, uh, but they will uh, watch the Waverly. Uh, we'll see. I mean, there's always, they're always looking, uh for guys, uh, speaking of talented white athletes that, uh, that went underrated your thoughts on Tommy Morris, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, really good in Rocky, you know what I'm saying? Like Rocky five, if I'm mistaken, he was in, you know what I'm saying? When he had that street brawl, uh, when he was Tommy, the machine gun, um, I think that Tommy Morrison was extremely talented back in the day. I know the word of the night is extremely talented, but that's the best way to, to describe these guys. Uh, Tommy Morrison just was lazy. You know, like, he, he was just lazy. You know, like, I feel like he, he had, like, all the upside. He had the, 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 the muscles, the ability, the, the you know, the skill set. Um, bad management, bad training, um... You know, it was hard to keep him motivated. Could have been like, you know, one of those champions that that everybody talk about for years to come. But you know, that, that's my opinion on that. You know, I mean, he was just as, you know, he could have gotten a ring and, and won any any given night. He, he was a warrior when he was in that thing. But it was just, it was just some bad management. It, it, and he was a tad bit on the lazy side. And I think that would kill him. I think that would kill his uh, boxing career to me. Dylan is crafty and has a good footwork. That's why he uh goes it uh to people and he's not young either. Now he's not young, but man, he, he deserves a lot of credit. New York State of Mind, hardest song ever. Um, <laughs> it was okay, man. I'm I'm not that big of a Jay-Z fan. I'm not I, I like Jay-Z, but it's always hard for me to like get behind people that it seems like the world has like an agenda for you to get behind. Like, if somebody says like, okay, man, you like Lil Wayne? Man, I'm not really a Lil Wayne fan. People are like, okay, whatever. You know, but if somebody say you're a Jay-Z fan, no, I'm not a Jay-Z. you not a Jay-Z fan. Man, can you listen to Reasonable Doubt? Did you listen to the blueprint? Like, like, come on, man. Like, everybody not going to like everybody. And I'm not saying he a terrible rapper because he's not. But I just feel like, you know, he gets that Hulk Hogan, John Cena, Roman Reigns type treatment when it comes to hip hop, you know, like he's a guy that is just basically sacrilegious for you to say anything about. And people might have the, you know, they might have their reservations about him, but other people would make you feel uncomfortable or bad for even saying anything about them. It's almost like him and his wife, right? Some people like if you don't say if you don't say that Beyonce is the greatest singer of all time, like. People ready to jump on you, looking at you stupid and make trying to make you feel bad. They call it the beehive come out in full force. Like, you know, when, when people doing stuff like that, man, it just makes me wonder, like, you know, are you great because, you know, your your music saying that you great or are you great uh, because, you know, people are making you, you know, great, you know, by making you feel, you know what I'm saying, like you're above the rest. That's that's what I feel about it. But do I listen to him? Yes. Do I, have I heard his album? Yes. Have I bought his albums? Yes. But I wouldn't put him as one of my favorite rappers. No. Uh, TJ, uh, do you think Saints try to bring Quan Alexander back? If so, uh, do they wait till October if the linebacker core ain't working out? Yeah, and that and they look at his health. You know, if he passes a physical, yeah, I can see him coming back and for the right price. Jay Z trash. Uh, I'm not gonna say trash. But like I said, you know, it's always an issue for me when I feel like the establishment has an agenda of lifting you up, making you seem larger than life. And and you have individuals that make other people feel low or tiny because they have like certain different opinions about something. You know, You, you got them. You got them gatekeepers out there, man. You got them gatekeepers out there. You know, Kwame went lying. Man, I remember Tommy Gunn pushing Pauly and Rocky saying, All right, you knocked him out. Why can't you try to knock me out? <laughs> yeah, I remember that the last part when it was in that bar. Josh, thank you very much for $2. Says I was talking about New York State of Mind by Nice. Oh, uh. T- t- oh, yeah. oh, you're talking about I I got that mis- mistake with Empire State of Mind, uh, with um Jay Z and Alicia Keys. Yeah, man, I'm a huge Nas fan, man. Illmatic, stillmatic, you know what I'm saying? Like, Godson, son. Nope, Bond already slid into his position. Well, let's see if he can make the field doing it. TJ Hadridge, he used to be rapping on Canal Street, man. I would never rap on Canal Street. I can't rap a Christmas gift, okay? (laughs) That is not my lane right there. Cannot rap, ain't try to rap. You know, might joke around, might be able to put cat with that every now and then, but I'm not a rapper. Lil Wayne was a Vikings fan when Saints had beat the Vikings, went on and win the Super Bowl. Lil Wayne is a fair weather fan. Uh, I don't say you're fair weather fan. You've been liking the Packers for a long time. Like I remember, I'm making songs about the Packers. But um, you know, I mean, look, just because you're from New Orleans don't mean you're gonna like the Saints. I mean, how many people we see that's Cowboy fans and 49er fans that we know, born and raised in New Orleans. Nah says, thank T.J. You're my favorite podcast. Well, I appreciate that, Nasir. I appreciate that, man. Queensbridge Jones. Nas putting respect on on Queen's name. <laughs> Queensbridge Jones. Man, y'all sleeping on MC Hammer though. Uh, no, we not. <laughs> we're we wide awake. Okay, uh, MC Hammer, one of the best entertainers of all time. Rappers, uh, no sir. I'm a diehard Wayne fan. Dude, lying. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that, man. A lot of Wayne fans. Like I said, I got respect for his catalog, just not a not a fan. TJ, when you had dreadlocks back in the day? It got me saying, hey, man. Man, I had dreadlocks from the age of 22 to 30. Yeah, so I had them for quite some time, man. I cut them off uh, two days before my 30th birthday. Illmatic uh, remains a masterpiece. It ain't hard to tell. The world is yours. Uh, change the game. Yeah, man. Hammer time. <laughs> I've heard from several rappers that Hammer was a serious gangster. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I heard that too. Yeah, MC Hammer. Yeah, they said, man, you better not met with Hammer. Say, Hammer is a, a gangster. MC Hammer didn't play, he was hood. Even Red Man would tell you. Yeah, what well, he said. He said, Man, you go to Hammer, if you want to seeing him dancing. Say, Hammer, whoop yo, you know what? That, that's a fact. Uh, But I want to say thank you all for checking out the State of the Saints podcast. I really do appreciate it. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, If you have not already, please subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com, search the State of the Saints podcast. Also, facebook.com, search the State of the Saints podcast. We are also presented by Manscaped. Go to manscaped.com. Use the promo code State of Saints. That's all one word. State of Saints, you will save 20% off of the lawnmower 4.0. Uh, the Manscaped Weed Whacker, as well as other Manscaped items. Uh, Once again, Manscaped.com, use the promo code State of Saints. Previous episodes available on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Anchor FM. Y'all have a great evening, morning, night, whenever you're checking out this podcast. Like always, all I got to say is...